Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I think I fundamentally agree with you. Um, I think, you know... With No, absolutely <laughs> not. I fundamentally disagree with you. You know when you can feel the colour drain from your face? I stood back and went, oh, like that. Oh. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is Beef. With me, as always, are my lovely co-hosts. This is Bob Shoy. This is Wimmy Tiss. <laughs> Wimmy Tiss. <laughs> That's Tiss. Okay, hi guys. Uh, so, if you're listening, you're joining us on our third yes. discussion show, uh, which is exciting. Um, Unless you hate the discussion Yeah, if you shows. hate them, then it's not exciting. You'll hate it. Um, but as you know from, from listening to the episodes, we, we have a fourth voice uh, that we invite along to, to kind of give us a bit more meat to the show. And, um, yeah, just another opinion, really. So uh, we've got my good friend, Dan. Dan, say hello. Hello. You can call me the meat. The meat. The meat, yeah. Dan, the meat. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. No. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> we'll just call you Dan. That's fine by me. Awesome. And so this week... We're talking about fear. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Just clarify how um, the discussion shows work for okay. people who, haven't, who are new to the, the yeah, show. Yeah, so maybe you've tuned in between the last discussion show and this one. So the idea is that uh, myself, Bob and Tiss bring uh, two or three questions that we want to discuss um, about the topic. And we discuss it. It's mm. quite a simple yeah, way of doing it really. It's an episode we don't have to plan beforehand, and uh, we don't discuss it between ourselves. We just come on the day to talk. Yeah, and Dan's got an easy job, and he can kind of slot in when he wants. And yeah, he just gets to opine <laughs> as well as us, and not actually doing probably, any of the work. Let's be honest; he'll probably have more intelligent questions than we do because yeah. <laughs> some of ours are pretty pretty stupid. But how have you guys found? Because I always find it a bit of a struggle sometimes to the belief one's a bit easier, but uh, life, death, and existence. I found yeah. that quite hard to get some good questions. Do you um, find it hard? To I, I I try and get a balance. I don't want to go for the most obvious stuff just because I feel like everyone else is going to say that. Yeah. But at the same time, like actually, everyone else will probably be thinking that, so maybe I should think of some obvious stuff. So mm-hmm. I always hope, and I always worry if case we've all the same questions as each other. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, we also want to keep it 
I, I try and find a couple that are a bit more light-hearted than mm. some of the deeper stuff. The belief stuff, was some of it was really quite... Yeah, it's probably one of our most serious episodes, but I enjoyed recording it a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it balances out in the end, because then we talk about driving SUVs to Mars. And, yeah, it all balances. Um, and stuff like that. Tis, how have you found getting questions this time around? Are you, is this found, something you found interesting? or? Uh, it's pretty easy. Fear's quite a broad one. Mm-hmm. Do you think? I'd be surprised if we have the same questions. I'm really surprised. I think each of us have a different perspective of what that even yeah. means. We like the topics to be kind of vague enough where they could go in any direction. Yeah. It's like they're very broad topics, aren't they? Which is mm. actually why it's kind of hard to come up with topics for the discussion because you don't want to be mm. too specific. You want to mm. have a broad subject. But we've got a few. We only do these every, we used to say every 10 episodes mm. when we was fortnightly, but now we're weekly, it's every 20. So you only get a couple of these a year. Mm. So, yeah. Should we crack on? Yeah, let's go for it. Do you, you said you've only got. I've only got two. I didn't bring any backups. So maybe I should go first in case you guys have got. Tis, how many have you got? Uh, I've got one at the moment. <laughs> You did this last time, though. You thought of his other one during the show. But I, I, I thought of, I thought of the second one earlier, but forgot it. Right. <laughs> but I'm sure I remember it during the show. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I've got a lot. Oh, so people like wow. eight. Wow. I got. Okay. I kind of found some really interesting articles online today, and I started picking stuff up. Some of them are fairly similar. In yeah. So okay. do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go with like my most straightforward thing. This is. Oh almost just me like here's a list what do you think I'm, I'm getting my phone ready because I can almost guarantee I can cross one of mine off yeah I thought someone else might put this which is why I'm going first so I can get Go in first because <laughs> this is like when I thought of fear I thought well what's a very obvious thing to talk about fear and that was phobias mm-hmm. you cross the sign off depends I was going to talk about phobias in general okay um, I wondered if you guys had any phobias we've never talked about this sort of stuff this isn't, I, I this isn't my question. This isn't my question. This was almost like a prelude to my question. Well, one of the questions I had was, where do phobias come from? Okay, well, that's sort of where this is going eventually. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, no, no. do you want to sort of go around the table, Tiss? Have you got any phobias? Oh, God, I don't even know. I, I don't think so. I used to be afraid of spiders, but I wouldn't say it was a phobia. Mm. And now I could, I'm fine with them. Mm. Like, I could handle a spider. I guess of dangerous animals, but is that a phobia? That's just being intelligent. That's just natural scare. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just... I think everyone's scared of a lion if it's yeah, actually yeah. them. Yeah, there's rational fear, isn't it? Because you could say the most yeah, common phobia. Fear. Yeah, phobia is ra- irrational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, yes and no. Well, hmm. I don't know. I'm probably a rational person. <laughs> Maybe there's some that are less obvious. Maybe you could think of some. I don't know. Um, well, rational fear of dairy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's through choice. I'm glad that you didn't think it was irrational, though. Got that on record. No, it's completely rational. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It makes complete sense. Mate, I've had we like a year you. to go over it now. <laughs> yeah, I've got you. used to the fact that yeah, you don't eat meat anymore. It took fine. a while to adjust, but... Oh. Wait. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll crack on. Yeah, anyway, beef. Um, well, I, when I mentioned this to, to Rach before I came out, she was like, yeah, you're scared of spiders. And I was trying to think about it because I, I've kind of... If, if they're like house spiders, or even like the big like the biggest house spiders we get in this country which are like I don't know probably the circumference of a glass if you turn upside down mm. they could be quite big get some big ones don't you? yeah they catch me off guard but usually I'm like oh let's get some cardboard and a glass and put it outside I can deal with that uh, but when we were in LA on our honeymoon um, there was we went to like the the Natural History Museum in LA and they had a, a Goliath bird eating spider wow um, and eats birds yeah 
You must have heard of these spiders, mate. They're yeah, I never ridiculous. really thought about it, though. When you think about it, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, well, this was in a... So it's obviously in a glass, but it's just... There's tons of, like, undergrowth and, like, loads of stuff for it to hide in and dirt and logs and stuff. So I'm looking, like, I can't, I can't see it. I'm really... I was really struggling, and Rachel was like, no, I can't see it either. And, and so I'm looking, and then all of a sudden, one of the staff came and shone a light, and it was there... Mm. And this thing was bigger than my face. And you know when you can feel the colour drain from your face? I stood back and went, oh, like that. Oh, okay. It's weird, because that's still irrational. That that spider isn't going to eat you. But I was thinking about this, right? If I, well, no, but I suppose, um, because I was thinking, if I was, would I hold a tarantula? And probably not. And I was thinking, why? It's probably because, well, it might bite me. Mm. But then if it does bite me, like, I, I, like that's no different to a dog or a cat or like my rabbit. Like I know some of them. Like yeah. it would hurt. Is all I'm saying. I'm not but fond. I of don't think crawlers. for some reason a spider biting me nah. is much worse than another animal. Yeah. I don't know. Dan, what do you think? What, you, got, you got any phobias, Dan? Well, I don't know. It's it's probably the campest phobia ever. But I do have this weird. I hate anything to do with my fingernails. Right. Like the idea of my fingernails bending back. Ooh. Oh yeah, I did that the other day. And it's a bit of a problem because I work with my hands, and anything, Ooh. anything that even gets. Yeah. So I just I'm, remembered a memory, man. Right. <laughs> I remembered a memory. I have nightmares about this stuff. So Ooh. if it happens in a film or something. Oh, oh, oh mate, it happened. I, there's this. There was. I can't remember what I was watching. I'm trying to blank it from my memory. But I. It just all of a sudden it happened in a film and yeah. I watched it and it stayed with me for weeks yeah, I watched, haunted my dreams horrible I was watching the second series of Daredevil spoilers there's a bit where they start pushing stuff under the glass ah, and they the torture him yeah, sorry yeah, 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 yeah. and you're watching it and they're, he's just sitting there it's fucking grim it's so grim and then he's just standing there he's got all these things for, it's, it's <sighs> Dan you're right <laughs> I wasn't joking about the phone yeah okay we won't talk about that anymore yeah it is horrible yeah but yeah, that, that that's that's your thing. That really bothers you. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll move on. We won't talk about that anymore. Stop talking about nails. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. But it, phobias are weird, aren't they? Because mm. like, put it this way: if if you had a tarantula in here behind glass, I'd be fine with it. I'd be like, all right. Mm. So is that is that a phobia? Because some people who I meet who are terrified of well, spiders wouldn't cope. It's fairly with it. rational, you know. In that, if it's a thing that can cause. But then harm. me and Rachel were talking about it, and she's like, "Yeah, I could I could pick one up. Be fine." Mm. Um, and I know she could because I'm the same with snakes. I don't think I'd be able to hold a snake, mm, yeah. but she's done it. I've seen her do it, so I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I'd say like a proper phobia is something that's truly irrational. Like a friend of mine had a phobia of mayonnaise. Yeah, she that's just crazy. Uh, she couldn't eat anything from a fridge that also had mayonnaise in it. Rachel's terrified of, of mayonnaise. <laughs> no ketchup of uh, <laughs> Daddy Longlegs. Oh wow! Like whenever there's one in the house. Um, she probably won't like the fact I'm telling you this but she didn't listen to the pod so it's fine whenever there's one in the house <laughs> like it's like she can't function she has to get out of the room like yeah. and then she has to she's like can you check ev- everywhere I can't go back in until I know there's no one in there well we'll come around to me Dan I'm going to say there's nothing for you to be embarrassed about with your phobia because I have the worst um, it I've, well, I've kind of got two. Um, I have a mild claustrophobia, but a very specific claustrophobia. I'm fine in like lifts and stuff, but if I'm restricted in any way, I, my heart, I get very panicky to the point even where, you know, sometimes you're putting on a jumper and your arm gets mm. caught. That's enough. I'll be like, fuck, 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 fuck. That's, I hate that. Uh, when you did the obstacle courses at school, whatever, you know, to go through oh, the tubes. Yeah. I couldn't go through yeah. them. Anything that restricts me. Yeah. 
Okay, I can't even think about it. Make me feel sick. But that, which I think is called restrictive claustrophobia. What about if like a bioconstrictor was like fucking rapid? Yeah, fuck like that. your worst death. Um, yeah, but that's. that's would you like, rather but drown, if you were yeah. holding, if you held my arm scale like that and I couldn't yeah. move, I'd be like, I'd head on you. Give me that, Yeah. I oh. kind of. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's claustrophobia, but I get really really anxious if I'm in a if I'm in a shop. Mm. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be busy. But if I'm looking at something, if someone's like over my shoulder looking mm. at it, I'm like, I need to get out. Mm. I have to, there's no like, there's no scale. It's not like if he carries on, I'm going to have to move on a bit. If it starts to happen, I'm like, no, I need to go. I'll, I'll meet you outside. I can't cope with it. So that's, I, really... claustrophobia is quite common. So that's not that wild. My other phobia, on. the embarrassing one, which you, as soon as I say it, you're like, oh yeah, um, is slugs. Yeah, I yeah. Can't, I can't be near a slug at all. It makes it makes me feel sick. Did you I know can't handle this it? Too? I can't take the bins out because I know I know where there's good slugs outside. What about the snails? It's sort of the same. I don't know why it's not it's as like bad for me as snails because I trod on a snail the other day, oh, and yeah, all yeah. that's everyone says it's such a snail is horrible, yeah. and it is. But I sort of blocked it, and I could get, I could handle it. If I trod on a slug, I would have freaked the fuck out. Really? One time, I, I sometimes I, I used to be worse about snails because one time I thought I trod on a snail coming out of school. This is when I lived in Wing, so it was only a walk to my house, and I was walking home with Ben Hall, and I thought I trod on a snail, and I felt the crunch, and then I was like, oh shit, and I hopped all the way back to my house, <laughs> and him sort of laughing behind me. And then I kicked my shoe off. And was like, Ben, can you just sort my shoe out? And it was a dead leaf. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not my proudest moment. And now I've shared it with thousands of people. <laughs> what was it stuck to the shoe with, though? It just looked, like, you know, sometimes like a crunched up dead leaf will stick. But yeah, whatever, a bit of mud or whatever. But <laughs> bit, of, bit of snail. Mud. Bit of snail. <laughs> <laughs> shit. But anyway, they're my phobias, are kind of embarrassing. But that's not really my question. I just wanted to say what our phobias were. What I've got here is a list of the most common phobias in the world. Ah, okay. And so I was just going to sort of run through these with you. Um, so you said, you guys all said about arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The number one in the world. Is it number one? Number one. Yeah. Um, and it's weird how much of a divide there is between men and women as well. 12% of men have arachnophobia, which is quite high. 12% of men are scared of spiders. Mm. 48% of women Ooh. have arachnophobia. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's huge. For some reason, I thought women would be lower. I don't know, I don't mm. know why. Mm. Maybe it's because Rachel's not scared of them yeah. at all. Um, and it's funny, you said about you were scared of snakes. Mm-hmm. Number two, snakes. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys want to guess at any of the others that would be in like the top ten here? Claustrophobia. Claustrophobia. Uh, what's the big space? Agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, agoraphobia is more common than claustrophobia. Mm. Really surprised me. It's one of them chickens. No, that is it's that was high, like yeah, that it's is really high. high. It was like yeah. sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, chickens is above like dentists and needles yeah, or something. I wrote one to fifteen. Yeah, just because I thought I was going to do the top ten, but they were all kind of kind of plain. Mm. I actually found numbers eleven to fifteen quite interesting. Mm. But then like sixteen was birds and seventeen was specifically chickens. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so how high is dogs? Chickens? Dogs is number five. Oh, seriously! Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to just run backwards through the top ten? Yeah, but that does make dogs. sense, though. People dogs get bitten by dogs a lot, though. Yeah, they also get licked by dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but if you get bitten first, then that's what you're going to remember. So the ratio is like two licks to one bite. At least. Quote. <laughs> that's a fact. All right, so I'm going to go backwards from ten to one. Number ten is really weird, but surprisingly common. Trypophobia is the fear of holes. 
Holes. Holes. <laughs> what, any type of hole? I don't know. That is so weird, right? That's weird. That's yeah. That, I can't believe that's number ten. Like round holes. Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing because someone might have it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, number it's nine. As well, so. <laughs> yeah. Number nine. Aerophobia. Flying. Mm-hmm. Number eight. That's called aerophobia. Aerophobia. Lazy. Number eight. Mysophobia is germs. Mm-hmm. Seven. Claustrophobia. Six. Astrophobia. Fear of Voxel Astros. <laughs> uh, fear of thunder and lightning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dogs have got that. Number five, talking of dogs, is dogs. <laughs> Kynophobia or cynophobia. Oh, yeah. Cut. Four, agoraphobia, open or crowded spaces. Three, archophobia, which is heights. Five oh. percent of the people have fear of heights. Yeah, I'd say, actually, yeah. Mm. I didn't think of heights. Mm. I used to be scared of going up ladders. I know Jibs are scared mm. of heights. But I'm not now. I'd, uh, I'd hypnotherapy and it worked. Did you really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, crazy. And then we already said number two and one. Uh, two is snakes, which is ophidiophobia, and number one is arachnophobia, spiders. Um, so there, I found one to ten. Kind of a lot of it is just like dogs, spiders, the items. Um, Eleven to fifteen is a bit more like conceptual and kind oh. of more interesting. Uh, number eleven is carcinophobia, which is fear of cancer. Hmm. Number twelve is thanatophobia, which is fear of death. Number thirteen is glossophobia, which is fear of public speaking. Gloss paint. Gloss paint. Number four is monophobia, which is fear of being alone. Mm. And number five is atichiphobia, which is fear of failure. They're all fairly, still fairly common now, I would yeah. thought. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, surprise yeah. me. So that's the top 15. And my question is, finally, <laughs> why these things? Why are these the things, which we've sort of gone into a little bit, but why are these things the most common phobias? Because to me, it's such a strange selection of things. Um, I guess some of them... I mean, heights is fairly rational, isn't it? It's something... But then again, I, I struggle to understand it because I, I've been... I've done the... You know, when you go up to the top of a tower or... Mm-hmm. You know, and I, like looking out, you're always a bit like, mm. whoa. But there are people who just wouldn't do that. Spiders and snakes I struggle with a lot because I couldn't... I could not tell you why I find them scary. But then it's, if there's so many people that are scared of them, there's something in it. There must be some kind of childhood mm. thing. Mm. But then I don't... I really couldn't tell you why I find them scary. I don't know where the cut-off point for something becoming a phobia is as well, because, like you say, mm. I don't think... I don't go around saying, oh, yeah, I'm scared of snakes, but I don't think I'd want to pick one up. No. And the same with a big tarantula. I'm not... Spiders don't really bother me, but I don't think I want to pick up a big tarantula. No. So what point is a comophobia? Whereas, like I say, a slug, I ain't going fucking near that. But this is, that was also going to be one of my questions. <laughs> What's the difference between a fear and a phobia? Because there must, there is a cut-off point, isn't mm. there? There must be. Because, you know, like I say, I mean, if a bear bloody came in now, yeah. like all of us would be scrambling over each other to get out the door. I just thought. Yourself? Oh, come Ooh, on. Scared <laughs> of the bear! <laughs> oh, you're the one who was banging on about polar bears the other week. You said they're they were fucking. fucking you said they were fucking. C- oh, they are. C- yeah, they'll eat you. They'll eat you, mate. But you know what I mean. They're all rational stuff. Like again, sharks is fairly people. Open water what is one that I would have thought would have been quite. I'm high. scared of the ocean. I, I get. I I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I used to have nightmares of being just stranded in the middle of nowhere in the sea and just mm. like you're completely hopeless and out of control on you. Mm. I don't know. I'm surprised something like ghosts doesn't feature higher on there. Yeah. Because I imagine everybody went That's confronted. what I thought. I don't think anyone would be like, ah, oh, 
A ghost. It's cool. all yeah. very just real world stuff. It is, yeah. But um, I guess that's why it's a phobia because it's stuff which you know, if you were to logic it out, you'd be like, mm. well, "I'm not scared of that." But maybe the difference between fear and a phobia is that a fear is rational and a phobia is irrational. But then I think some of them are rational, like fear of heights, like you say, where you could fall off a ladder and fucking break your spine. Mm. So is that rational or is it not? Mm. Fear of death. This rational to be scared of dying, I guess. Yeah, cancer as well. As cancer, all yeah, that's that very rational. I get mm. why you'd be... But then I suppose I there'd be people who would spend every waking minute... Yeah, that's the difference. ...thinking about it. It's an obsessive fear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all of us would be like, oh, I hope I don't die. Mm. Um, but there are going to be people <laughs> in such a cheerful... Uh, there's bound to be documentaries about people who won't leave their house. because yeah. Or like can't have to move extremely slowly to make sure they're not going to, I don't know, trip over a wire or do something to, I don't know. Tiss, what do you think? You just looked at the list. Uh, a lot of them look very survival-based. Mm. They look like uh, fears that are already programmed into us mm-hmm. to help us survive, but they've probably been exacerbated by some sort of early life trauma or, I don't know. I didn't think cavemen were bothered about germs, though. Mm. Uh, yeah, but that's a very new age phobia. Mm. It just adapts. Public speaking, I don't think cavemen like. Yeah, you say that, but cavemen had to uh, become alpha male, maybe public yeah. speaking. But I think they did that by punching each other in the face. Yeah. Well, maybe that's public they speaking. They didn't public speak age. people to death. It's not in the House of Commons. Yeah. Maybe I put um, it to you, <laughs> me um leader. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the new age is public it's speaking. as he says it. <laughs> <laughs> but the the snakes and the spiders is threatening animals, isn't it? Yeah. That's. I'm surprised Big Cat isn't on there more. Mm. Yeah, but... Like Pampers. Maybe it's one that we've zoned out over years because mm. unless you live in Canada or you know you're not going to yeah we don't really have wild cats yeah. oh sorry I'm still thinking of bears but if you live in like unless you live in Africa or way out in the sticks you're not going to see anything are you <laughs> what? <You're> right. <laughs> what unless you're in Africa it's in the sticks <laughs> Africa or the oh, sticks obviously genuine <laughs> only places to find big cats unless you're in a bit th- although have my you my two favourite continents <laughs> <laughs> Africa and out in the sticks I'm off on holiday out in the sticks, <laughs> <laughs> sticks. having said that <laughs> did you guys see in the news uh, about two weeks ago just a lion strolling through the streets of Johannesburg no, no, I didn't see that. They they don't know that. whether it escaped from the zoo or whether it... it they didn't... The, the thing that freaked them out was they <laughs> had... stopped to ask. No, no. <laughs> Where'd you come from? Um, no, they... They'd, well, they did a count of the zoo and they still had all... Everything... So they, they just imagined it wandered in, in from the sticks. Um, <laughs> it sounds like instead of catching it, they just sort of watched it go by. Like, oh, I wonder yeah. what that... Oh, it doesn't matter. It's gone. No, it was pretty... When they, t- they, they took a picture it. of it in the middle of Johannesburg, there's no... There's cars around with doors open and stuff, so people would obviously scattered and run away. Really? So, and then someone from a building, from, I don't know, floors up, they're going, oh, look at that. <laughs> to be honest, even a lion has to watch his back in Johannesburg. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't want to be a lion in Johannesburg. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you're in good stead, but you're still at risk. Um, we should probably move on with another question now we've right. pondered that because we've done what we always do we've like put one question forward and we recorded for half an hour and then we're like oh yeah alright let's try and, should we try and do it with yeah okay we Tis. sort of covered two though because we did like fear and phobia yeah, yeah. Fear and phobia. yeah. all right Tiss do you want to go with your one no no I'll, I'll wait you don't want to I'll wait yeah 
<laughs> Saving that one back. Okay, I'll, I'll try and... Okay, I'll ask something. This is something I, I'm, I've always been fascinated by this. Okay. So I've worded it quite specifically. If fear comes from a natural survival response to a threat, mm-hmm. then why would some people seek that feeling like you get some people ah. who genuinely I've got uh, let, me, let me put it in context this, so. I there is nothing that would get me into a cinema to watch a horror film not interested mm-hmm. I just know I can do roller coasters because that's just enough like no, and I'm, I can still see it I can still you know but this is these are the two categories when roller I was coasters this article, way worse for me than a horror well film. this is the thing because there are two apparently there's two it's either horror movies or like haunted houses or like these new horror mazes that you get at theme parks or it's or, or films or something or, or a roller coaster. Those two things which which are thrill seeking things. But why would we go after I that would when? never go to a horror maze or whatever you're saying. In fact, I one time went to Madden Two Swords and they were doing that in the dungeons, they had the actors and it was all lights off and I was with a bunch of friends and they were going in and I said, you know, fuck you guys, I'm waiting the other side. Um, screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> I stood at the other side of it and just waited for him. And I heard them all fucking shit in their pants in there. They came in out like sweating. I was like, why do you want to do that? And they were saying like, yeah, it was pretty horrible actually. Mm. But with a film, I can turn that off. So that's why it doesn't bother me. And I tell you what, I don't really find any horror films scary. Mm. See, I, I guess um, the last time I watched a horror film, you'll laugh when I start tell you what it was, is The Ring. Right, okay. Um... I watched it and then it was followed up by the most horrendous nightmare I've ever... It was awful. Right. I, I couldn't get back to sleep. I couldn't then sleep. Like, the night after that, I couldn't... I was terrified of going to sleep again. And so I guess I attributed that as... like, And then it's it's a memory, isn't it? So you don't want to revisit mm. that memory. So I suppose that's why I wouldn't do it. Right. Whereas I know if I'm watching a film, I can cover my eyes or yeah. mute it. It doesn't really... I was going to say it's like it must be a very active imagination, but then I would think... I have a pretty active imagination anyway, so I don't even think it's that. Mm. The ability to block something out. Like, if I watch a horror film, I don't then lay in bed thinking about it. Probably. Do you? Yeah, that's why I don't watch them. Oh, so you're the same then as me. You I don't do, watch horror films. You don't watch horror films. Dan, what do you like of horror films? Well, I don't really like horror films, but mostly because I find them cheesy and predictable. That's exactly my problem with them. Um, but then... I've been I've been lulled into a false sense of security with some of them, and you know you're watching them like, oh, here comes the bang, yeah, there's the yeah. bang, and then something really dark. Yeah, creepy, yeah. You know, oh no! But I do oh, kind of like, like that. that because I'm like, no horror films really have a big effect on me because I do find most horror films are crap. Yeah. Because they don't the direct directors and writers don't put as much effort into them because they're just like, all we gotta do is chuck a couple of jump scares in, that'll do yeah. people. Yeah. So I sort of do watch horror films in the hope that I'll come across something which actually, oh, that's interesting, that's different, that's interesting filmmaking. I watch them for, I like to mm. enjoy all genres of filmmaking. Mm. I just find most of them crap, which is why I don't enjoy horror films, not because I find them scary. Really, I guess another reason why I wouldn't watch them is, yeah, it's for the same reason. I mean, loads of the films these days you've got, I don't know, The Conjuring 1 to... I actually thought The Conjuring whatever. was pretty good. Well, Whatever. And then you've got all the, like, um, Annabelle or whatever, the dolls. Yeah, I don't watch that. Matilda. <laughs> Where she yeah, makes the dolls scary. go flying around. That is really scary. That is well scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she I guess to meet all the cake. Well, Danny DeVito. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess, yeah, some of it is where well, I, you know, I can kind of tell But then you get people who are, like, horror junkies who yeah, yeah. go out to try and get Yeah, there are people... Yeah. And I don't get that. I don't yeah. get the experience of trying to I work to with people who do that. And they're like, they're like, oh, no, I'm going to hate it. It's going to be horrible. Yeah, why would you do that? You know what? I can kind of relate because I used to... When I was a teenager... I used to get 
together with like Ben Hall mm. and Jibs and whoever else was around, usually Rach Fox, sometimes Haley, and we would try and find, we used to go to somewhere we called the Scary Dairy, <laughs> which was an old dairy farm, which was apparently haunted and abandoned. Because it, it's the buzz of being like scared and you'd tell like, oh yeah, and this happened there, like rumours you'd heard about it on the way. And Jibs would get there and hate it and want to go home straight away. But it's the buzz of being there. You like wind each other up and get, and I, it's, it is kind of addictive. It's like that thrill you don't really get from anything else. Yeah. It's like an adrenaline fucking high. I reckon it must be the adrenaline. It's it must adrenaline. be some yeah, kind it's of adrenaline, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't like roller coasters at all. Even though you would get an adrenaline high, it must be a very mm. different high. I think it's the, 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 the common thread between the two is that you feel like you've conquered something. Mm. So when you get to the end of a horror film, you're like, oh, actually, that was, quite a good film and you start thinking about it more artistically and then the same you know there have been times where I've been queuing to get on a roller coaster I'm like oh I don't want to do that you've been on a roller coaster with me <laughs> that wasn't really a roller coaster see that was kind of the scariest roller coaster I've ever been on what a Lego yeah the dragon <laughs> you hated it it was terrifying I thought it was a real little thing no and well, it when... was it was a little thing <laughs> no it wasn't not the dragon at Legoland yeah oh, I saw it from the outside and I was like oh okay then it doesn't look too bad and then when we sat down I saw that it was actually a bit bigger than I thought that is the tiniest right and my words were I didn't know it would be like this <laughs> <laughs> and I I put I crouched down like that and put my arms around the whole carriage I was just like that the whole way around no way yeah and oh fuck that that was fucking horrible and that's nothing so what's enjoyable the log flumes I've been on log flume did you go like I've been on log flume at Thorpe Park did you go on the one at Legoland no it was shut when we were there that was the only ride that was shut it was like a 35 degrees I love the River Rapids it's not really like a coaster so you're laughing at me and then you're like I want to watch a horror film <laughs> I have a nightmare because <laughs> it's, it's twinned with the slugs as well I'm like you're not acquitting yourself well here oh yeah what have I done no, I'm not putting this episode up I'm glad I get to edit them <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so <laughs> I'm just going to insert a different word. (laughs) 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 What was the question? (laughs) Why do people seek it out? Yeah, Yeah. it's the adrenaline high. I I guess so. It's a very specific adrenaline high. I think it must be. It's the adrenaline and then the feeling... I I get it every time I go on Oblivion or on Towers. I'm always a bit... And then I sit down and I'm like, why am I I doing this? This Mm. is horrible. You get to the top and you're like, well... I'm "I'm going to die. I'm basically dead. And then you come out the other side. You're like, whoa. You're like, wow. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. That was awesome. It's the worry for me, though. And it isn't the worry that I'm going to die. What it is, I have a pretty weak stomach. I always worry I'm going to so pee I'm myself, like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm just worried I'm going to get ill. <laughs> and when I'm on it, I'm like, oh, I hope I don't get ill. Because <laughs> I, I get a weak stomach. I can't really even go on like the swings in the playground. They make my stomach go fucking sick. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I can't even go on a swing, why do I want to get turned upside down 18 times in a row? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I'll go and watch a horror film. Thanks. <laughs> See you guys later. I'm going to go and watch The Conjuring. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. I think that's. I've actually, um, if you still want to hold yours back, I've got a continuation of that with one of my questions, in a way. With my, with my only other question. I'm going to do my one last, I think. Oh, really? Mine was a lot heavier than. That's such a risk. Than, no, honestly, yeah. It's fine. All right, okay. Well, this is going into the adrenaline thing. This is sort of more in depth and a little bit rambling. This is almost just like my rambling thoughts. We talked on the show before, on one of our very old episodes, about fear of the unknown. 
mm. and how most things you're, you're scared of span from like the unknown. Mm. And I just wondered if that is hardwired into us. Like if you think about the adrenaline of when you're scared as a, a fight or flight mechanic, right? And then I just wondered how does that work with modern day fears? We still get like an adrenaline rush of fear. But modern day fears are things like um, fear of change. You could say right now what's going on with the government. A lot of people are scared about what's actually happening with our country. And there's a fear of change with that. And you still get a, a little bit of that adrenaline because you get the scare, the fear of adrenaline from that. Or even things abstract like ghosts, which aren't you're not going to fight a ghost, but you still get that adrenaline. Hmm. So what I'm saying is if that is a fight or flight mechanic and with that adrenaline is hardwired into us because of those things. What is the purpose of the adrenal output of being scared of something like in the modern day of being scared of change of government or scared of a ghost? What's the purpose of us still getting that adrenaline? Is it just a leftover thing from a fight or flight mechanic? It's a really good question. That's a good question. Thank See, you. I think, I think that might be one of the reasons why there's so much anxiety. Mm. around these days because you know the fight or flight thing that's our natural response yeah. but if you think about you know what's happening with the government or you know any kind of change we can't really fight it we can't really run away from it no it's just going to happen yeah you know, we're pretty powerless to do anything apart from complain on facebook yeah um and, people and do i wonder do that. whether that is the root of a lot of anxiety because you go well what can i yeah, do yeah that this? is interesting because that is the output isn't it you, yeah. you've got no output you're not fighting or flighting yeah it's just manifesting itself in anxiousness mm. that's how i've been feeling the last couple of weeks yeah like, me too because i'm you know i have all these emotions that are going along with all the changes that's happening and i'm worried about stuff yeah and the thing that i keep coming back to is I can't do anything about this. Like, yeah. I'm actually quite powerless to... Um, my future is, is being mapped out before me. Mm. And I'm like, there's not really much I can do about it. And it just harvests more and more worry because yeah, you can't conscious. do anything and yeah, nothing's yeah. happening. See, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day because I was liking it to a car crash I was in about about 18 months ago. And, and I, think it's, I think it all comes down to the fact that it doesn't matter who you are, people like having control. People like being in control of their life. People like being in control of the choices they make. Um, so that's why I would say if I'm in a car, I'd rather be driving it mm. than not. Because then I know that I'm in control. And then even if something happens, I can try and correct it or I can do something about it. Um, but then having said that, before I had this accident about 18 months ago, I, I questioned whether I would be a fight person or a flight person. What would what kind of mode would I be in? Um, and from being in this car accident, I learned for, in that circumstance anyway that I was a fight person. I was able to rationally think and think clearly and stop. And the driver was just like a wreck, and I was able to at, in that moment deal with it. But then who's to say in another situation I'd be a total mess? So, but I I think it I think it's control. Even if you go back to cavemen. You know, they would still like to know they could provide for themselves. Mm. They control their destiny. They protect themselves. They are their security. It's all within you. And we live in a society now where we don't necessarily have that. You know, we yes, we have our jobs and families and things around us that we might have as security. You know, we do have an element of control in our day-to-day -day lives. But if the... If the banks, like, went on their ass tomorrow, everyone would be screwed. Mm. And I was reading, um, I was reading an article about how we often think of, like, tribal groups as uncivilized. 
and you know this this guy was looking at it and reporting and saying they have way more control over their lives than we do mm. they get to they get to control everything none of them are in debt none of them are waking up tomorrow morning thinking oh what are we going to eat like they know exactly how they're going to live and i think so I'm, I'm kind of, kind I'm of rambling. You're making me want to go and join a tribe. I'm kind of rambling, but I, f- I feel like that—that that is control. It's a lack. It's a mm-hmm. lack of control. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it was quite extraordinary. Just thinking, it's. I feel like we went from very late hard talk into just like <laughs> boom, like car, car crash. Well, you literally just said car crash. So yeah, we just mm-hmm. hit a wall of like. But I like what you were saying, Dan, about you know about you know the anxiety. That is the output. Yeah, you've got nowhere nowhere else to expel that extra yeah. adrenaline uh, caused by fear so it just manifests up in anxiety mm. that is the answer I was looking for <laughs> well done you're welcome <laughs> you actually are these are supposed to be pondering questions Sorry, yeah. but you actually answered yeah, one yeah. <laughs> Tiss what do you think about any of that I forgot on the original question <clears throat> so but it was lost. a bit rambling okay basically said like the the adrenaline caused from being scared yeah from Why an original like now? fight or flight mechanic how does that What's the purpose of the adrenal output we get now, the adrenaline from fear, mm. when our fears now aren't something that you can fight or flight from? It's like change of government. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, even like I said, you could even go down to something like a fear of ghosts, mm. which cavemen wouldn't have had a fear of ghosts. I think it's probably our biggest weakness. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we don't have anything to. We've fear, got that left over in us, but we fear everything. Mm. Uh, the stupidest of things that don't really consequence our lives that much uh it's pretty similar to like how we eat as well how we store food for like the winter for famine when there's no famine anymore we just have food all the time yeah i think it's just a leftover relic of our past selves Mm. which definitely needs to be so i'm saying we've got no evolution (laughs) we've got no output for it in the modern day you have like an excess of yeah yeah and And actually it's kind of ruining progress i think fear because every everything that's happened in the past week, I would say, is down to fear and has actually regressed us, you know? <laughs> For um, listeners around the world, I'm sure you're aware of this. Like we're recording way in advance to cover us because while you listen to this episode, we will be in Transylvania uh, recording things about vampires for future episodes. But we recorded loads in advance. And this week is the whole, you know, England fucked up stuff. The whole, um, <laughs> we drove off the side of a cliff stuff. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're the, the EU, Britain and the EU, let's call it that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I, th- I think it, it, it's been an interesting thing. And I think the thing that's caused so much anxiety for mm. people is that there was no plan. No. There was nothing mm. um, for if, if we did choose to leave. And I think, had we have chosen to leave, there wouldn't have been this uh, outcry. Um, well, there would have been, but not to the same extent. If there was... Um, it's because of the change. People were scared of the change. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't want to get any more into the EU thing. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's um, a good point. Like, yeah. Another, another question, lay it on me. Tiss. Tiss, are you going last? You, I you going still last. going last. Yeah, mine's sort of tied in with that, but... If it's tied in, you can follow. Like, I only laid that in because it was tied into boots. Oh, such a big question. To... I've got something if you want. Oh, yeah, go on. Go on, on the fight or flight thing. Yeah. So when you asked me to come on and talk about fear, I remembered one of my favourite little anecdotes along this line is is that the idea of the, the kind of the evolution of fear. So let's say, you know, we go back to the cavemen again. And mm-hmm. You've got caveman one and caveman two, and they're both stood in front of a bush, and the bush is like, rustling. So you've got a choice. Do you investigate? what's in the bush or do you back away you've got 50 50 Mm. so if you back away you've got 100 percent chance of surviving 
because it might be a bad thing, it might be a good thing that's rustling the bush. But if you back away, if you if you choose to listen to your fear and back off, then you've got 100% chance of surviving to, to see another day. But if you decide to go and check what's in the bush, let's say, just for argument's sake, you've got 50% chance it's a good thing, good evolutionary thing, you know, you succeed and you thrive because you found, like, I don't know, something that's good to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 50% it's a bad thing, you know, it's like a... Saber-toothed tiger. Or a rabbit that goes for your neck or something like that. And you die. So, like, it kind of... So you kind of... You're bred to get, like, the the 50% that would back off. Like, they're guaranteed to survive. So Mm. that's, like, cowardice is kind of bred into us. And we're like, we've evolved to have, like... It's way more common for people to be cautious. And then you get this subset of people who take more risks. Who, when they come up against, like, uh, like like, a risky situation where most people would back off... They go, no, I'm taking that risk. And those people tend to be the more successful people because, you know, 50% of the time, mm. they're good. And then the other 50% of the time, they die. They're, they're the homeless people. Yeah, they're the homeless people. <laughs> but I just thought it's kind of an interesting one of like, kind of, I wonder whether, like, our, you know, our fears and anxieties are so prevalent because of the, you know, because that's, that's bound to have happened thousands and thousands and thousands yeah, of yeah, times. Yeah. Um, so like the, the more cautious cavemen would have survived more than the riskier cavemen would have survived. But then the, there's kind of like this. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a 25% that, of success, out, out, yeah. a 25% of yeah. fail, and then a, say, 50 in the middle. Yeah, and then you get really nerdy and you start to think, well, maybe those, like, the, the cavemen that went for it, maybe they were lucky. And maybe, yeah. maybe we, like, some people were evolved to be lucky. I love the idea of, yeah. like, luck being an evolutionary trait, but mm, uh, yeah. it's kind of a nerdy one, but... No, I'm glad you brought that up. That's quite, that's quite an interesting little, like a fable, mm. almost. <laughs> Yeah, something to think about. I feel like we should leave pauses every now and then for listening to ponder. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Ponder now. I'll just put some ponder like jingle music on <laughs> the background. But it is uh you're you're right with because if you if you listen to almost any very successful businessman, they're the risky people mm. who've taken giant risks where it's like, if I get this right, I'll be a millionaire. If I get it wrong, my family will be on the streets. And it's you don't know whether to hate them because you're like, oh, you're making such a stupid yeah, decision, yeah, yeah. you idiot. Or yeah, like, respect them, yeah. like, it's pretty ballsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you hate him when you pulled it off. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. That's really. What, just... what would you think you'd do? You come oh, across that wrestling hedge? Oh, if I came to the wrestling hedge, yeah. I'd be a runner. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm too curious. I think I'd have to check it out. Check it out. Check it so in, one of you two out. dies. Sorry. Oh, that's a coin. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess that's the same as everyone, though, isn't it? Some people, sometimes people want to stay safe, and mm. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm sort of I can fall on either side. I can wake up and I think anyone can. You can wake up in a different mood. I think majority of times my curiosity will get the better of me, but then sometimes I'm just like, I'm gonna be safe. I'm gonna stay safe. Yeah, mm. but that's instincts, I suppose. Isn't yeah, it? It, yeah. It would depend. Like, let's say each of us had to make that choice a hundred times. Mm. I doubt that we would choose to run or to yeah, stick. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Time, Most so. people would choose to be different depending mm. on how. You got to have go with your gut. I think a lot of time. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. That's another thing altogether, isn't it? Yeah, gut, gut instinct. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. really interesting. It's just a good time to get a cup of tea. Actually, yeah, you want a cup of tea? Yeah, I'll be well up for a okay, cup of tea. Cup of tea. Cool. Back on track. Yeah, no more politics. Let's um, let's get back into it. Tish, do you want to do your question now? Oh, I did my last. Okay, well, if you want to do last, <laughs> well, do you want me to do a one of my... After all this time, you've really yeah, yeah. it up. Do you want me to do one last one from mine, yeah. then? Okay. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to pick a, a slightly different one because I think I think the first one we've, we've covered a fair bit anyway. But um, I wanted to look at faith. Okay. And fear, like the sort of how that works, the relationship between the two, and you know, do people who have a faith fear less, or do they deal with their fear? Like, do they handle it better? And I thought that'd be quite an interesting way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, since myself and Dan both have a faith, and you guys have some faith, faith kind of faith in something. What do you have faith in, Tess? Uh, I don't want to get political. Oh. <laughs> the world continues. The, the universe just continuing as it does. I have, I have faith. faith in the fact that I am. That Eventually, I I'm going to find out what happens after death. You've got a faith in. Happen. You've got a faith in justice. Like I like to think like that cosmic you. Justice. Cosmic justice. Yeah, he's going to get you. That's his, that's his superhero name. <laughs> yeah. Cosmic, Cosmic justice. <laughs> Cosmic justice. Oh, that is drag name. <laughs> That's almost like karma. It's just like, it's the hey, same how are you going to beat them? I don't have to beat them. Karma will beat them. <laughs> I can just sit in my chair, wait for karma to do my dirty work. <laughs> Your superpower is waiting. Yeah, <laughs> wait for karma to take them down. What will be will be. <laughs> my catchphrase is "I told you so." <laughs> Um, uh, what was the question? Yeah, what was? What is? <laughs> what do you have faith in? You have faith in the fact that you'll one day you'll know what happens when you die. What's your answer? Yeah, I guess that's yeah. I have, I have faith, faith. Yeah, I don't really know a lot. I have faith that I have no effect on the universe and it will continue on with or without me. Uh, yeah, but I don't have faith in that because I could be the center of the universe, or I could be. It could be a simulation. It is a simulation. I'm but. A bite of data in the simulation of the universe. <laughs> a bite. <laughs> but actually, no, you'd be like, you'd be quite a bit, but the computers would just be... Oh, we'd be a bit. bit. Thanks, man. Oh. <laughs> you'd be a few gig. Oh, wow. But the computers would be like, fucking gigabytes. <laughs> Multiple terabytes. So you could go higher. <laughs> I thought that I just said something like, it could be kilobytes <laughs> or something. Stupid. Gigawatts. Gigawatts, yeah. Kilojoules. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I have faith. Calories. I have faith. I just don't know what in something. Mm. But do you? But anyway, what's the question? Yeah, do you think that? Do you think that people with faith would handle their handle their fears more naturally, or? Well, first of all, faith, I don't know. I think some people. This could go either way. Some people have a faith, or some people do not have a faith because of fear in the first place. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Some people would um, be. Um, well, let me throw a slightly different. Say, if um, say. You've got someone who's got a faith. Mm-hmm. Um, if they choose to, some it might look to some people like they're burying their heads in the sand mm-hmm. by ignoring fear or right. like not giving it any room to even think about it. Like, well, because they believe their faith will save them. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I think it comes down to what you were saying earlier about control. Like a lot of us, you know, a lot of the things we fear is like the lack of control. Whether it be like you know not being able to control harm happening to us or whatever, mm-hmm. so I guess I guess with the whole faith thing, it's like you believe that God or whoever or whatever is ultimately in control. Mm-hmm. So therefore, don't worry about you it. don't worry about stuff mm-hmm. quite as much. Is that kind of where you're going with it? Yeah, or? I think I think so. Yeah, but then is that I don't, I'm just interested to see what you guys thought to that, or if you were to add something else to it, how else would you handle a fear? Like, how else would you try to overcome a fear? If you think of someone who had a faith, you could say they are less fearful because you know it's all taken care of. Like you say, they're they're following a course which is set in motion, and everything is going to be what it will be because of a higher power. Or you could say 
they're scared they're more fearful because they're scared of the idea that nothing has of a higher purpose so they turn to faith out of fear you could say either way Mm, and there's a strong argument for either way it's interesting to think of it like that yeah what do you think Tess? I'd say having my faith in the afterlife and well Well, I guess I think we are you you talk talk about energy transference right? Mm. I don't really know exactly what I believe in, but I have faith that there's something. So you don't, you, you don't fear the afterlife? I don't afterlife. know the details, but I don't fear the afterlife. I don't fear death. And that has got to be through some sort of faith that there is something going on mm. which isn't... That we aren't just here out of pure fluke mm. on a Petri dish, you know, in space. That there is actually not a reason, but uh, something bigger going on. Something more than just what we can perceive. Yeah. Well, this is why you, you talk a lot about human arrogance and yeah. confidence. Like, that's yeah, that's yeah. your thing, isn't it? Rightly so. But uh, it's almost an arrogance to think we are more than nothing. No. <laughs> mm. Well, arrogant of me to think that I know anything. No, arrogant of you to think you are more than just a speck. To think oh. you are have something after. No, no, no I, I could, think it's more that... I could be a speck, but there's something else is happening that I'm part of that... I'm happy to be a part of. It's actually taking you out of the centre of the universe. Yeah. By yeah. thinking that there's something else, yeah. you are not... Yeah. The universe doesn't revolve around you anymore. Yeah. You're just a part of something much, much bigger. See, I almost have the same opinion, but almost at the same time, the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Like, I don't think the universe revolves around me in the yeah. slightest because I think I'm at literally meaningless because there's no meaning at all. Um... I think if you want to hear more of my suicidal impressions of that, <laughs> listen to life, listen to life and death. Cause I pretty much say, kill me now. I don't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I got a really nice email from a guy about that saying he thought exactly the same as me and it bothered him his whole life. But to hear someone else say it as frankly really helped him overcome that and not care. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, oh, that's really nice. I guess it's because it's like he overcame the fact that he was meaningless by hearing me say it too. Oh, like <laughs> being meaningless together. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but if that was you, I'm really glad that you're still listening. <laughs> we hope if you are. Listening. Um, I don't think that I'm meaningful. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But the reason I thought about this was at work today, one of my colleagues came and she was really, really anxious, really concerned about the state of the country, right. what it was going to do. Like, And then there were other fe- fears that came off of the back of that. And I, she was completely, completely underwhelmed by my response. Um, and I was trying to be attentive and listen to her and give her the time of day and, and be concerned for her. On the other hand, I'm also thinking, none of that bothers me. And I guess I would attribute that to mostly to my faith. And so she actually, towards the end of the conversation, I could tell she was getting a bit um, shirty. Mm. She was getting a bit uh, agitated because I wasn't joining her in her Great. moment of fear. Yeah. Did you say God works in mysterious ways? No, because <laughs> no, that's a terrible thing <laughs> to say. That, if you did, that, I understand why that would have a agitated terrible, her. Terrible cop-out. <laughs> <sentence. laughs> I only say so I'm just a Christian douchebag baby you pointed out how much you hated that expression on the show before (laughs) yeah it just doesn't work in any any way no it's uh, a a cop out it's the ultimate cop out (laughs) it's what a film writer writes when they don't understand Christianity yeah Yeah. (laughs) you've got to write this Christian character God works in mysterious ways (laughs) 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 Um, yeah so I guess that's what 
made me think about it in this way, really. Because mm. I, I would, I would say that there are times where if something's going on and I can't control it, I, I naturally start to think of the stuff I have in my life that is um, stable or something I can rely on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like my marriage or something. Like, and I know everything that we have in life is could go instantly, but I go to those things, which then in turn makes me thankful for what I have, which gives me hope. And so fear diminishes. Yeah. You have like um, almost like a system built into you, given to you by your faith, that negates fear in a way. It bring, every time it rises, yeah. you can bring it back down again. But that's not to say that's, the you know, there's going to be other ways that people deal with their fears. But you still can't watch a horror film, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe I could. <laughs> you can watch Nosferatu with me before we go. I don't know what that is. It's, a, it's an old black and white vampire movie. Tish, do you want to end the show on your deep question? Bombshell. Did we did we answer your question or have we pondered? Yeah, no, I, I think I, that's why I. There isn't really an answer to any of this. No, but that's... apart from mine, which Dan just answered, and we were like, like okay. in one sentence. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah great, thanks, Dan. The output is anxiety. Ah, next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that, well, that's why I left it to last because it was more of a pondering. Yeah. What do you think? Go on, Tish. What? Oh, we're waiting. Okay, so I'm going to put a I've been waiting sound like an hour, hour and a half about this. I'm trying to think of a way to word it because it's more a concept. Okay, well, you, you've only had an hour and a half question. to think about it, so get it right. Um, when it comes to fear, I'd say the opposite is love. Mm-hmm. And like we were saying earlier about fear being uh, not really useful to us anymore. And actually, we need to sort of uh, love more than fear because love is like, uh, I don't know, it's the way to sort of escape this sort of decline that we go in through getting fearful because it never works when you get fearful it's just irrational you're just looking after yourself and it's not really for the purposes of the community or the or the mass so uh it's more so it's like um what do you think is stronger love or fear because eventually there's a war that's happening between these two in all of us and eventually one of them's gonna win or get the upper hand so what what do you think on that it's quite a quite a hard question to sort of pose go on then what are you looking at me for I've got nothing <laughs> oh. well you say the opposite to love is fear the opposite mm. to fear is love you would say like the counter energy you can you can counter fear with love but wouldn't the opposite to love be hate but then our hate and, and our hate and fear are the same thing combined no. mm. I don't hate a anger. ghost but I'd be scared of one yeah fear leads, leads to anger. anger fear is the path dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Anger. Why would you hate someone? Uh, for being a right dick. <laughs> I wouldn't be scared of him acting like I'd a say, dick. I wouldn't say you could hate someone for being a dick. I'd say you'd hate someone. You don't know some of the people I work with. <laughs> like, when you hate someone, it's out of fear because it's like I'm not of the impression that... Their existence poses to your existence I'm going to be contrary to everyone at this table now I'm not under the impression that hate is always a negative thing okay um, sometimes well hate... we know what two things do I was trying to think how I agree with that and it's none none but how, how much do I agree with this I agree with this none <laughs> so you think there's absolutely no use for hate I think even as an output like if there's something you you, you can't do anything about mm-hmm and it's something that you really hate, right? I need an example. Okay, I can't give an example. I'll give you an example. The government stuff right now. You, you could you could look at 
Um, whether they would say, and I don't know, if you studied these sorts of people, then you would know, but you could say you hate some kind of social injustice so much that mm. it causes you to act in love to do something about it. I don't, I don't know enough about Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, William Wilberforce. I don't know enough about those people to know whether they, that's something mm. they I think I know what you mean. Do you mean like a racist? Like if there's a racist, something, you're saying okay, it's yeah, that's a good example. To hate them. Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing. I would like, say you hate not, but then that hatred wouldn't necessarily lead to more hatred. There's there's certain people, and you will never get through to them. And can't you hate their opinion? No. Well, well you, what can you do then? You can dislike their opinion, but I would say the only answer, and this takes a lot of patience, but is to show them love because the only reason they're a hateful person is because they haven't been shown love by everyone. They've been shown some sort of hate you said you can combat fear with love always I would say sometimes that answer is you just putting the wool over your eyes mm. like, oh I'm going to cloud it in love love will answer everything not always I didn't say it would answer everything but I'd sometimes, say that's all you can do if the if the best you can do is just show someone love at least you've done your part isn't there some people and opinions you just don't want to show love but I and there's s- nothing wrong I'm sort of saying there's nothing wrong but those people with want not to wanting to love fire. some absolute c- Mm. Yeah, but they want to fight on the fire with fire, and you can't. They I, can't fight you if you're showing them love. They what I do. will do is hate their opinion mm. and ignore them. <laughs> I, I will show them the respect they deserve and politely di- uh, disagree. But I wouldn't throw hate at them. I find it hard to politely disagree with people. I think with the with love, um, love is always a choice. That you make it's an a love is an action, mm-hmm. um, and so I would say that I would disagree with if you choose to do that. And and I've met some people like that, and you just think I'm never, we are never gonna mm. agree. I will never get through to you. I will, you. We will never ever agree with anything. And so there comes a point where you you then have a choice. You think um, it's not a case of you think if I choose to kind of hate you for for what you were saying then I'm letting that control me. And I'm letting... However, if you choose to... I kind of guess what you're say, mm. saying is that if you choose to love someone, it's not putting the wall over your eyes and ignoring. It's more a case of, well, if you if you choose to do that, that's fine, but I'm choosing to to love you or yeah. to, you know, to act in love despite those things. And it's, it's, it's keeping control. If you accept hatred and fear, people that act out of hatred... And do something. It's usually because of some kind of fear or or a like a feeling of not having control over something. Perhaps uh, not all the time, but sometimes. Uh, and so, I, yeah, I so I, did, I kind of see what you mean. Did though, my I think. acceptance of hatred upset you the other day that I said about on Facebook? No, but no. Uh, not, I'm going to cut that because that's political. But that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but that doesn't make it any more right. No, but sometimes that's all there is. And sometimes it just feels good to... I hate that. Anyway, forget it. And I'll move on. Yeah, yeah. I don't act out of hatred. I don't hate someone and then, like, get on at them and, you know, punch them in the face and bang and bang and bang and bang. Yeah, yeah. I... Oh, God, I cannot stand this person or I cannot stand this idea or this because I cannot stand this sort. And I will ignore them. Mm. Until they keep going, sometimes I do say something else. I guess it just comes down. I get my kicks from showing love to people and them just sort of going, you know, because they don't expect it. 
they expect me to go back with something like oh, fuck you or something, you know, lose my temper. But mm. well, they look normally they're looking for a reaction. And it makes an impression. And well, that's why I would ignore them. If you don't give them, yeah, which is fine. Um, but no, I, when them, you man. you know if. <laughs> If you base your relationship with people or, or a friendship with someone on what you agree with, that's a really shallow, crappy... Mm. Re- like, Which is why you could put on my Facebook whatever you want mm. and we can disagree about literally everything. Mm. I'll still be your friend. I still yeah, love I you. don't care about disagreeing. It doesn't really... That's bo- the thing. No, yeah. it but doesn't... Anyone I associate with, I wouldn't disagree so thoroughly with that I would hate their idea of something. Mm. Mm. Because I know that person. And maybe that's it. Maybe the people who are saying these things, maybe I don't know them, so maybe they have got more to them. Mm. I'm sure they do. You can't judge anyone by one thing they said or one opinion they have. But if someone... I might cut this, but if someone's... You can't judge someone by one opinion they have. Mm. But if one of that person's opinions is they think... Mm. Can that person still be a good person? The problem you got though is that, that what I'd look at that and say is go, well, why do they think that? And I'd go back and it's nine times out of ten because they've been told something which isn't true. Misinformation. Because their lives are shitty and then they say, why is it shitty? And they look at this and then they say, it's them. Blame game. And they, you know, yeah. So is it right for me to hate that person because they've been led down the garden path or is it for me to try and just show them love? Well, that's why I just hope ignore them. That they snap out of it. But then are you saying there's no... Because if I alienate them further, they'll just fall further into that. Would you say person. there's no right to protest anything? No right to protest? Yeah, because isn't protest like an act of hatred? I don't like your opinion. I'm going to protest against it. Mm. I hate it. Peaceful protest. Is there such a thing as a peaceful protest? Yeah. You're going against someone else's opinion. Aren't they allowed to have it? Aren't you supposed to show them respect I think, and love? No. Going back to the ignoring thing. So this peaceful process. By you by ignoring people, you're you're showing them love. Mm. Because if you you could choose, like you are surrounded by people all day at work that you don't get on with. Yeah. So you could choose to try and correct them. But what you're choosing to do is ignore them because it's it's exhausting to try and correct them because you're never ever going to be able to I ignored the site manager for so long the other day when he was talking shit Mm. and it was so exhausting to keep ignoring him that I did actually say something else you corrected him yeah I had to I could not it was so annoying yeah yeah he started I told you he started the conversation with oh change is good Mm. I don't know what everyone's worried about and then he justified the end of the conversation by saying something like I don't know what everyone's worried about anyway nothing's going to (laughs) change did you want change or not yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Damn, way in, way in. I'm gonna have to cut like a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm gonna beep out all the politicians. Anything about the government, I'll cut. I'll probably yeah. cut the thing about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how that turns out. The answer might be a minute long. <laughs> We're just gonna go. Mm. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Mm. No, I um, I think I fundamentally agree with you. Um, I think you know with me. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I fundamentally disagree with you. Uh, I no, I, I think you know one of the things that's got me through the last week, and because I've been, I, you know, like, like I mentioned, I felt very discouraged by a lot of the hate that's been that's kind of come out as a result of what's happened. And one of the things that's got me through is that again, because I have my faith, and because my faith is so motivated by love and showing love and showing love to people who don't show love to you, 
you know, responding to hatred with love. Um, that's one of the things that's got me through the week to go, you know, and going all the way back to what I said about anxiety to be like, what can I do about this? That's, that's the place I've come to. I've gone, well, actually I can show love. Like I I'm going to choose to show love instead of this hatred, because that is the small thing that I can do to be like, no, actually there is, you know, there's something better than this. Cause we are, you know, we can be better than this. Mm. I do respect you guys for being like, I can love everyone or yeah. whatever, but fuck some cunts. <laughs> I think sure out. <laughs> I guess my policy is you have to be the change. You have to be who you want everyone else to be. Don't don't get me wrong. Because if someone did something hideous to someone in my family, someone murders I your would, wife. Oh god, yeah. Mm. Don't do you don't hate even, them? Do you hate them? That's that. Mm. That's what I'm saying. But that's a struggle. That's something that it would. I'd have to. And he does it for no reason. I'd have to deal with at the time. I have to accept that that but could happen. You'd understand deep down that that guy is the same as anyone else. But the God works in mysterious ways. Because of our, <laughs> <laughs> no, but our human, our humanness makes us more susceptible to things like that when it's someone attached to us. Mm. But Beef would know deep down that actually this guy is no worse than any other person who was murdering mm. someone else's wife. But he would hate that guy because mm. of the, the ties. I would, I would like, I would probably think that I would hate whoever it was for years. He just it did it because a... he was bored as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So if it was I'm trying to make it worse, I'm trying to I'm trying to draw out your rage. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get the rage out. I am like fucking Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> and he hates yeah. Star Wars. Good. He did it he hates Good. Use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the hate flow through you. Good. The hate is swelling in you now. Use it. Strike me down with it. Give in to your anger. Your hate has made you powerful. But then if he did it because if he's bored, he'd be a psychopath. I still couldn't hate anyone. No? I couldn't do it. I could still rationally... I suppose it would come to a point where even if it meant I hated that individual for years, it would get to a point where I'm exhausted and what what Mm. is changing? Nothing's changed. And then that's that. That's then you get into forgiveness and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. That's it's difficult though. I that's what I'm saying for like for a lot of stuff. If it's opinions, that's easy. It's easy to love anyone that you disagree with. That's fine. When it's something else, if it's someone murdering a family member, a bit different. Mm. But I had this quite recently. Well, like within the last couple of years, like I've just been all righteous. But there was a guy who I genuinely hated mm. because of because he was quite threatening towards me and my family and. I was, you know, I was talking to, to Luke about it and Luke said, oh man, what that guy must have been through to act that hatefully towards you. You know, you, you got to wonder what, you know, what's, what's gone in his life. So like what you were saying, mm. Tis, you know, and I'd never thought of it like that because I was just so caught up in my anger and, and hatred towards the guy. I hadn't considered why, how he'd got there. Um, but then how do you use that to conquer it with him? Do you, well, this I don't understand. Pretty- like I, to me, hate is completely, like you say, it's pointless. I'm saying it's natural to feel it. That's all I'm saying. It is pointless, I admit. But then I would say sometimes loving someone is completely pointless too because your love to him isn't going to change who he is and you're not going to go play Ring of Ring of Roses and he's actually going to suddenly be a nice person. No, but it fulfills yourself. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think, you know, it's not necessarily the... What the, the, you might change him, but you know, it's, it's whether you're holding that hatred within yourself or mm. whether you're gonna choose to move on from that, you know. Mm. 
Because then he's winning. It's like an internal battle as well, isn't it? External battle. Mm. I think we're just as internal as we are external. That's another thing, we, I think. I think that everything that happens in here matters just as much as everything that happens out here. So if you're loving and peaceful inside, then you'll manifest it on the other side. I, I, by the way, I want to say, uh, with this last section... I have, to a certain extent, been playing Devil's Advocate. I'm not this, like, hate-filled person. Because I know you guys know me a bit better, Dan, not so much, but you've met me a couple of times. I'm, I'm not some, like, horrible animal. I, don't, I, just want, I just want to make that clear for the listeners who don't know me as well. I'm, don't, don't hate me. Don't turn on me. Don't give in to <laughs> hatred and take it on me. What colour would your lightsaber be? Um, oh, I love... I'm always aligned with the heroes. Yeah. Would yeah, be red. Green. Be red. I like the green lightsabers. Wouldn't be like a hate-filled red. No, it wouldn't be a hate-filled red. No, I, I always, I say this every time. If I play a computer game, yeah, I am a heroic character. If it's a choice, you can oh, you can be bad or good in this game, and everyone's like, it's more fun to be the bad guy. You can kill everyone. I always align with the hero. I'm always like up for the hero. I go Mace Windu, purple. Purple lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. I go green. I like it. Green. I go for. I'll try and get Luke's one he builds. Um, yeah. Before I return the Jedi, but can I have that one? It's cool. Not a lot of hate in that lightsaber. No, okay, no. Cool. He did it out of love for his father. <laughs> he, he gave in to hatred almost and fell to the dark side. And exactly. then when he let love in, exactly. I'm getting all turned around. Star Wars has saved me again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. As soon as we get Star Wars involved, oh, actually, no, I, I do agree. <laughs> well, I love Luke's my favorite character, so I'm thinking, what did Luke do? Yeah, I want to be like him. Well, <laughs> we haven't seen it happen to him yet, so maybe the next film yeah. he does turn yeah. to him. And then I'll be like, oh, that's all right to hate again because yeah. fucking Luke did. <laughs> Luke endorses it. Yeah. Cool. Right. Are we winding down? Yeah. I should think so. Um, we I'll... might have to call this fear and hatred. <laughs> okay, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this show. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed this topic. It was way more interesting conversation than mm. even I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really led in loads of interesting directions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you enjoyed listening... Prepare for another one in 20 episodes time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, next week we've got Tiss hosting a show. Back to stupid stuff. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and that's a fun, I'll tell you now, it's a fun episode. Sorry, Tiss. I was literally scared then. I was like, shit. No, we've it? done it. We already recorded <laughs> we've already it. Done it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> by that time, I should be editing together some Transylvania stuff. So you'll have all that going up in, in the time after. We've got other stuff planned. Oh, what, the other thing I would say is you might have noticed we've had no weird news for a while. And that's just because we've got so much <laughs> other stuff going on. Weird news is our like fullback cop out show. We haven't had time to do anything else, but we're so busy right now. Can I just rephrase so, that one? Huh? You might be elated to hear that we've got no weird news. <laughs> weird news will return. Sadly, but, it will be back. Yeah, probably, but not for a while. We've got so much lined up. Yeah, um, rejoice. You know, it's been a month without it. You're probably going to have at least another month with no weird news. <laughs> Don't. Um, Don't know. Well, I've got a little schedule here for like roughly what I think episodes are going to be, and um, yeah. It doesn't, there's no no weird news on the horizon. Great, but we have got some cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> well, it just means more editing for me and more planning because weird news is fucking easy. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, Tish, we get the message. But like I said, we're in Transylvania right now, not recording this, but when you listen. Yeah. Um, so there's no blog post for this um, because there's nothing to put on the blog for the discussion show. Um, I'm going recommend a film at the last minute. But the blog is weirdtales and the unexplainable dot blogspot dot com. 
and you'll find stuff relevant to the other shows if you're listening to other shows and it's all on there and if you really want you can go on there and donate to the pod if you want to get in contact with us for any reason it's unexplainableuk at mail.com say you love us say you hate us give in to your fear and um, <laughs> curse us or whatever or just say hi um, recommend shows tell us you got a good story whatever we're there and we always respond and what's the other thing you can find us on Facebook comment like share message Facebook, face. facebook.com slash uh, we're on the unexplainable not not difficult to find us thumbs up emoji anything else <laughs> nothing that's it has anyone got an outro we don't have one for these do we no I can't remember how we ended the last one we normally do this every time we normally go we haven't got no, one how did we end belief we're gonna have to listen to it to find out fuck that yeah so yeah we're off <laughs> See, yeah. um, also thanks to Dan for joining us on this episode. Oh, yeah. we, we should always we always forget to like thank people when they join in on the show. But yeah, pleasure, good fun. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, um, I hope you don't think less of me after the episode. I'm yeah, playing I devil's do. advocate. I do. I'm usually devil's advocate. Yeah, I know. But when you're not, I have to step up. <laughs> okay, so until next time, um, see you when we're back from Transylvania. Nice, snappy. <laughs> <laughs>